Just another day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Ladies and gentlemen, the senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas, Pastor Frederick Douglas Haynes. Pastor Haynes, good morning. Ricky, listen, today I'm going to go with what you say every single day. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. I use that, Rick, because life can go bad on us. And all of us know that we have days that are dark. We have nights that become nightmares. All of us deal with disappointment and hardship. And yet the good news is even when life is tough, God is good. Even when life hurts, God is good. Even when life goes wrong, God is good all the time. And all the time, our God is good. God is so good all the time that God's goodness has a way of getting in the midst of the bad that we are going through and giving us just enough peace, just enough strength, just enough hope, just enough joy to put one foot in front of the other and keep on keeping on when we would think about giving up. And so God's goodness shows up when life goes bad in that God gives us just what we need. But also God is good all the time and all the time God is good because God's goodness overrules the bad that we're going through somehow using what was bad to us to somehow end up good for us. It's almost like eating a vegetable that you can't stand. It's not good to you, but somehow it is good for you. And before you know it, you are stronger. Before you know it, your body is much better because even though something wasn't good to you, it ends up being good for you. That's why the Bible says all things work together for good to those who love God and are called according to God's purposes. So every time you hear Ricky Smiley say God is good all the time and all the time God is good, make sure that you look up when life is trying to get you down because God's goodness is going to always have the last word. Yes, sir. Uh, that's, that's dead on point, Pastor Haynes. Let everybody know how you could be reached and how can they find all of your sermons. Hey, thank you, Rick Smiley. You can get my sermons on my YouTube channel, uh, Frederick Haynes, as well as the Friendship West YouTube channel. And, of course, I am I can be followed on social media on uh, X and Instagram at FH Unscripted. There it is. I appreciate that word, Pastor Haynes. Love you. Love you, Ricky. Have a great one, bro. And you too. Let's get into some music right here. Ricky Smiley, the morning show. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Ricky Smiley, the morning show. Got the front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. ABC News and uh, WMUR are canceling the planned Republican primary debate in New Hampshire, citing a lack of participation. Now, the decision follows a deadline for responses from Donald Trump and Nikki Haley, neither of whom confirmed attendance. Contenders for the Republican nomination will face off in a second contest of their nominating process on January 23rd in New Hampshire. In other news, Chinese scientists have created a mutant coronavirus strain that attacks a brain and has a 100 percent kill rate in mice. The scientists linked to the military conducted experiments using mice that had been humanized, expressing a protein found in humans. Y'all, every infected mouse died within eight days. Now, the scientists warn of a spillover into humans, raising concerns about the research's potential to trigger another pandemic. Lastly, according to homebuyer.com ranking, the most affordable city to buy a home is Macon, Georgia. The cost of owning a home in Macon is about $1,800 per month. Detroit, Michigan and Gary, Indiana come in second place, second and third place nationally. I'm Maria Moore, and that's what's happening in news. For more headlines and updates, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? Yeah. What up there, Maria? I'm going to tell you one thing, man. The Atlanta Falcons, they tired of being a mediocre football team. They interviewed... Former New England Patriots coach Bill Belichick and they interviewed Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh as they look to fill their head coach vacancy. I ain't mad at you, man. Go get, try to get the best out there. Baltimore Ravens wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. He reveals why the team that drafted him, the New York Giants, traded him to the Cleveland Browns during the prime of his career. 
No, there's semi a bit of me that like feel like the Giants sent me off. I've said it before, sent me off to Cleveland to die. You know, they could have. I could have went to the 49ers. I could have went to the Patriots. I could have went to teams that had, you know, a chance to be great. And that's not what their desire was. Their desire. You can't tell me that this was the best trade package we could have got for you. No, your desire was to, um, you know, kind of f- me over. Yeah. Speaking up on it, man, it is what it is. That's my quick sports report. Uh, Brad got the hot spot coming up next. What's up there, Mike? Oh, man, Monique is blaming Oprah for something. I'm going to tell you what it is up next. It's going to be Smiley Wonder Show. The hot, hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, yeah. Damn, that's hot. Woo. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. All right, it's time for the hot spot. Brad, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat-Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Drake and J. Cole were scheduled to launch their joint tour with two concerts in Denver this weekend, but have pushed the start to February in Tampa. Now, the reason for the postponement isn't clear, but the Denver shows were rescheduled for April along with dates in San Antonio, San Antonio, uh, Oklahoma City, and New Orleans. They also added shows, and Drake will also perform on some of those dates as well. Moving on, y'all. Monique called out Oprah. Oh, for not standing up for black women. Oh, Lord. After Taraji P. Henson and Danielle Brooks spoke up about some alleged mistreatment on the Color Purple set, Monique feels Oprah is to blame. Monique said, didn't I champion for y'all? I was like, stop it. You didn't champion for those black women or for our sisters. What she did was, we can treat them like we always treat them. Who gonna check me, boo? I'm Oprah Winfrey. You know everything should have been done when you showed up. Oh, God. During the press run for The Color Purple, Taraji, as y'all know, she was vocal regarding paying equity, uh, pay equity and how the studio seemed to disregard her request for essential items on set, like proper transportation, and the cast even being given separate dressing rooms. Danielle Brooks later praised Oprah and Henson for advocating for them. However, Monique does not believe that that is the full story. She added, Oprah got caught. That's what happened. Mm, man. Gary? Yeah, you know, it's sad. You know, I love all of them. But that is kind of, I mean, you would have never thought, though, something like that would have happened knowing that Oprah had some type of um, dealings with this. I mean, this should have never happened with these women who didn't have a dressing room, didn't have food to eat or anything like that, you, and didn't have a ride. I mean, with Oprah being the EP, with with the movie, that should have never happened. Though, coming is there from a way Oprah? that she didn't know, though, and then once she yeah, found out, you, she did fix it, they yeah, said. Yeah, but why would you even try to pull that stunt with Oprah? I, I, I think that just that just goes on in Hollywood. That's yeah, uh-uh. just what's been going on on these movie sets and stuff. Yeah. On a Steven Spielberg movie with other situations. But when Oprah stepped in, Taraji said she did fix it. Yeah, but she had to step in. You should, this should have never happened. That's just like saying, I'm going to go ahead and put Ricky in this. If Ricky, if we having some kind of event going on and we go to this event and they treating us different and not having no food to eat or whatever, you know, no way Ricky would have allowed that. But if he never, don't know, he, he, but, he can't fix it until they tell him, until one of us call him. But with the person that he is, you shouldn't even try to pull that stunt knowing that he wouldn't agree with that. That's true, but what if somebody working for Ricky and trying to help save him some money and trying to do good and not knowing that, that they shouldn't do that? But you don't save money on A-listers. This so is, but, them on A-listers. But this is Hollywood. This is what the movie theaters have been doing to these people for the longest. I don't know. So like if that, Oprah really? didn't know nothing about it, yeah. Taraji, this ain't her first time complaining. She says she got a very small amount to do Benjamin Buttons while uh, Brad Pitt got like a million something dollars. But that's on that situation. But this is the situation of what Monique is talking about with Oprah because, you know, she didn't have problems with Oprah and everybody, you know, reveres Oprah, which I love her dearly. But pulling a stunt like this, though, I mean, that's not a good look. I just don't feel like this is an Oprah stunt. I feel like she didn't know. And when she did find out, she stepped in and fixed it. And that's exactly what Taraji said. But now we got Oprah out there. They making like Oprah was the one that did it. So still making Oprah look bad. But she's not the one that did it. Everybody mad for nothing because Taraji already said she fixed it. Danielle praised her. Fantasia praised her for fixing it. Oprah fixed it after um, Taraji complained that she wasn't getting paid enough damn money. Oh, no. Man, so that's when she fixed it. <laughs> o- o- Oprah don't run everything, though. It- it's Steven Spielberg, too. Oprah ain't been no movie producer. Steven Spielberg has. Steven and he's Spielberg had his- initially did Color Purple, but Oprah took it and made it her thing. Now, that's Oprah's stuff. Right, but whoever the production company is, is who handled all the production, all the cast, all of everything. It ain't Oprah. Well, guess what? 
we talking about her, her uh, name on it. That's because Monique is saying that. Okay, just forget it. I'm sick of going back and forth with you. You done took up all my damn time. It's a good damn debate, bro. It is. It's a good debate. Damn good debate. You done damn, messed Gary. me up, Gary. I know. I feel bad. Hey, going back and forth with you. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. What's up? Good morning, Ricky. So check this out. A Florida woman admitted that she plotted to submit dog urine she had collected in order to cheat a court-ordered drug screening. Now, this lady's name is Jessica Beattie, and she was subject uh, to random testing as a stipulation of release terms related to her arrest for possession of drug paraphernalia and driving with a suspended license. She has a lengthy rap sheet with the with numerous cocaine convictions and related incarceration terms. Uh, Betty Beatty showed up with a fraudulent urine sample and she admitted that she collected urine from her aunt's dog, which she intended to provide during testing. No word on how she actually collected the canine waste, which drug tests can easily differentiate from human equivalent. Uh, she was mm. arrested at the probation office and charged with urine testing fraudulent practices a misdemeanor. <laughs> yeah, uh, especially was she black or white and why? Uh, she was definitely uh, of the Caucasian persuasion because yeah. black people ain't going to collect no dog. <laughs> uh, that's right. Uh, that's I not happening. Ask you. <laughs> that's not happening. We will get it from our cousin. We will get it from uh, Anybody somebody on the, down the street. <laughs> our baby mama, dog. we were not from no dog. Uh, we not playing like that. That's no, a doggone shame. AK. Oh, God. AK. Okay, what what so what black people do when they try to uh cheat the, the uh system? You go you go to your lame homeboy that don't ever smoke or drink or nothing like that to go to church all the time and ask him to pit It's always that one lame homeboy that don't do nothing. He don't cheat on his girlfriend, he pays taxes on time, he don't lie on no applications, he tell the real truth when they ask how much he make every every month when he's trying to buy a car. He don't lie about nothing. You go to him. You go to him and get oh, some pee from him because his so, pee is so clean how, and pure. So, so how would she get urine from a dog, though? Now, that I'm not sure of. How do you get urine from a dog? <laughs> I never tried. Gotta get up under there. <laughs> you gotta That's get in crazy. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get in there. I guess you make him drink a whole bunch of lemonade and just wait. Lemonade? <laughs> What make dogs pee? Brent, you a dog person. What make dogs pee? You just take them outside. You just take them yeah. outside and throw a cup up on them. But I don't see how she could have gotten, gotten it from a boy dog. It, it'd be easier from a boy dog. He could, once he lifts that leg up, you just throw that cup up on him. <laughs> on my mama. On my hood. I look blind. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. I look good. Touch my sweat. Yes, sir. Mm, I wish you would. <laughs> oh, my mama. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. All right, Ricky, Smiley Morning Show. Gary has the tea and the color of the day. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Wednesday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Everybody's anticipating, y'all. The Real Housewives of Atlanta cast, y'all. It's being reported, y'all, that the cast is reportedly still, y'all, waiting to find out, honey, who's going to be returning for the next season. Now, they're saying, quote, they still haven't told everybody who they're going to bring back. And they're saying that they're over here. They say, people, honey, got real lives, honey. They say these people, the producers are tripping. They say, people, honey, they got to get their plans. They got to do things, honey. And a lot of people are upset. Now, Candy said on a live stream on reason, she said that, you know, Bravo still hasn't let any of the Real Housewives ladies know who they're bringing back. They say they act like people just don't have a life, honey. And a lot of people saying, really? Now, Candy also said the ladies are frustrated, Ricky, because they cannot book any other jobs, honey, for that Ooh, period until, honey, they find out whether or not they made the cut. Now, they're saying in the comments, and they're saying fans remarked that Candy is one of the ladies who should not return back for the next season as her storyline has run its course. And then some people think that Kim Zosiak should be invited back to the show so that fans can see what's really going on in her bitter divorce from Crow. <laughs> Now, they're also saying fans say that Sanya should not return to the show as well. They say because she's still, unquote. So, I saw a, a site, honey. Yeah, but a, I saw a site last night. They said oh, everybody allegedly was fired. 
What? They said they fired the whole cast. That's what they can't I'm on do the that. Side. They can't do that. That's no. a brand. That's a whole no. brand. Yeah, I don't think it. What, what they gonna bring Nene back? But that's mean. what everybody raving. They want Nene back. They want um, Phaedra back. They want um, Kim Zosiak and back Portia. and Portia back. They want the old but cast then, back. Then they not gonna be happy with that. Yeah, I know you know how that goes, honey, with these shows. But, yep, that's what they're saying, though. But, I mean, Candy is basically, the, you know, the star. She's the OG of the show. So, I'm like, why would they not want her on the show or whatever? I mean, I like all of them, really. But, you know, people know what they want, what they want. So, and they're saying that the show is stale and all that other stuff. So, we're going to see how it is. But by now, they would have been announced the cast. But they are holding out. So, they're looking for some younger house. Speaking of Bravo, Gary, do you be watching Below Deck? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Moving on, y'all. In other celebrity news, y'all. Uncle Murder, honey. They say he's the next rapper. Y'all declaring that he lied, honey, about his life in his rap lyrics. Admit, y'all, that he once lied about being shot in the head. That he's not. Oh, Brad, now help me out with this. Who? He said, Uncle Murder. He said, all rappers lied. He said, I remember I lied about getting shot in the head. He said, that was early in my career. He said, I lied about getting shot in the head because I wanted to, like, um, you know, maybe he said I could get the, this whole Tupac 50 Cent wave going on right now, he said. So, wow. Do, is that, do all rappers lie, honey? I, uh, mean, uh, I don't know about getting shot in the head. Like, I would never rap that I got shot in the head. Yeah. Now, we might rap about who we run up on with guns and shoot or who we, who, you know, we break into or have a fight with or something like that. Mm-hmm. But ain't, I wouldn't rap that I got shot. I don't yeah. I don't think that's real smart to do. Uh, honey, he said he did, so now he let the world know Why he would really did. you lie did. about that? I know. He said, make him, I guess, make him look bad, honey. You know? oh, I got yeah. shot. Maybe I should have came out with a rap. Exactly. Yeah. You should come out with a rap. <laughs> you should, honey. Right. In my final story, y'all, YG, honey, and Swati, a sweetie, is sad, y'all. They reported, honey, they split after seven months of day. God, that was a long time. They said, so I said the split is amicable and that it was a mutual decision, and the two both feel as though they'll be better off as friends. Both rappers have reportedly decided to make their careers a priority. Ain't that nice, though, that they went on ahead seven months? That's a long time to date, you know? And they done broke about the all those years. Breakups don't have to be ugly. They don't have to be. No. Sometimes if you ain't feeling her and she ain't feeling you and y'all decide that y'all just going to be friends or whatever. And then sometimes, you know, you might end up Sometimes couples like that end up getting back together because the friendship is so powerful. Then you take your time and just build on the friendship. And then next thing you know, you find out you really still love the person and y'all get back together. Yeah. Now, YG, they say he was um, um, uh, uh, recently linked to um, Kalani and Kiki Palmer and Meg Thee Stallion. As for Sweetie, they say she was romantically linked to Migos rapper Quavo, y'all. So they dated, you know, three years between 2018 and 2021. So congratulations to all of them. You know, love will and sometimes not keep them together. So there you have it. All right, the Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahlua. My Kahlua today, y'all, is vert. On the high end, you say vert, and on the low end, you say beautiful green. That's your Kahlua for today, honey. That's a beautiful Kahlua. Y'all oh, give it up for Gary. Beautiful Kahlua. Y'all beautiful. give it up. Just beautiful. That Kahlua put tears in my eyes. Oh. What, was, what was it one more time, Gary? It was vert on the high end, and on the low end, it was green. You need a tissue? The tea. Beautiful. <laughs> y'all give it up for Gary with the tea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right, Derek Smiley Morning. I got the break up call. Get at your boy, 8669. Ricky, here we go. Here we go. Wake up. Wake up. It's time to get yourself together. Get it I'm calling from Indianapolis, Indiana, and I'm calling to wake up all my co-workers that listen to Ricky Smiley each and every morning, Monday through Friday. Wake up, wake up, wake up, 3M co-workers. Get those headsets done. This is Ty Council from Orlando calling for all my universal people. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Calling from Toledo. It's Ashley. Wake up, wake up, wake up. I am calling from Belleville, Illinois. Wake up, wake up to my husband going to work this morning. Shady Brad. You welcome, Ricky. 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, our favorite grandmama, Miss Bernice Jenkins. Yeah. Good morning, good morning, good, good morning. morning. Good morning. Good morning. Just another day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice. Yeah. God is good. All the time. And all the time. God is good. Yeah. The roof. The roof. <laughs> the roof is on fire. Hey, we don't need no water. Let the... Let it... Burn. <laughs> you tried to trick us, Miss Bernice. I, I've been trying to see if, you, if you're in accordance. <laughs> Here's our church announcement this morning. You know Sister Glodine Williams. Yeah. She's asking y'all to pray for her 30-year-old son, Curtis Jr., who is looking at who looking at 25 years in prison. Oh, Lord. Yeah, he was found guilty of setting a Whopper house on fire. Oh. And, and then he carjacked a nursery school van full of toddlers. <laughs> running over an old, an old white man in a wheelchair and shot three state troopers that was chasing him. Oh. But Glodine said he was a good boy that had just turned his life over to Jesus and he was just have, having a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> I said, hell, he did all that in one day. <laughs> Ran over a old white person in a wheelchair and, and all that. Yeah, he gonna, he going to be gone for a long time, Janie. So. And they're going to lock him up. You can't run over white people in a wheelchair, then uh, 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 setting a Whopper house on fire. Hell, I'm mad about that. I wish I was on the jury. (laughs) (laughs) They got good coffee at the Whopper house. (laughs) Lord have mercy. Now, the pastor pastor is having a Super Bowl party for the men at the church. Oh. It's $25 to get in. But you got to bring your own liquor. Oh! (laughs) But he said he got eight or nine Christian strippers that's going to be dancing with nothing but choir robes on during commercials. (laughs) So if anybody want to come to the church Super Bowl party, it's twenty five dollars to get in. Oh, today. And you got to bring your own liquor. <laughs> oh. Mm. He got eight or nine Christian strippers. <laughs> mm. And they're going to be dancing with nothing but choir robes on during the commercials. <laughs> oh, Lord. So come on down to the old Lord, hold my mule while I shout missionary evangelistic Episcopal Baptist Church <laughs> and pay your $25. And uh, come to the Pastor Super Bowl party. Uh, uh, they're gonna have Hennessy. They're gonna have uh, uh, Crown. What kind of Crown? Tequila. Tito's. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> all of it. All of it. So what? We hope that is packed, and all the money is going to support our kids to help them buy school supplies. There you go. (laughs) Now, the homegoing service for Deacon Cleon Jackson Sr. will be on Friday. You know him. Yeah. He was 97, and for 30 years, from 1985 to 2015, he lived in Africa. Mm -hmm. Oh. And he had survived malaria (laughs) that he he picked up in Morocco, swine flu that he picked up in Somalia, Ebola Ebola that he picked up in Egypt, (laughs) (laughs) and mad cow disease that he picked up in Malawi. (laughs) But but that ain't what killed him. What killed him? What killed him was a street hooker he had picked up in New Orleans. That's what killed him. <laughs> yeah, they said he got a hold to some bad wolf monkey. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right, Jamie, y'all have a nice day. <laughs> hey, appreciate you, John Lyon. Let's see where your boy at, Black Tony. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, Sally. Hey, Sally. Let's, let's, not talk, hey, hey, cause let's not talk about coming to work today, because I'm going to tell you right up now. Right now, Squirt up. Uh, no cap. Uh, I'm not going to be there, because I'm really tired right now. I'm really tired. Bro, I you can't sleep. I gotta Come get on, some bro. sleep, son. Bro, you I promise. Sleep. I've been up all night, son. I've been, I've been, I've been up all night. You have been up all night. I've been up all night. I was up all night, but I came to work. I know, son. But look, you weren't doing. I was doing, son. On time, my arms hurt, my hands hurt, my legs hurt, my muscles so so. so I've been fighting all night. I've been, I've been struggling all night, man. Trying to fight who? Take take me out there. I'm finna describe some criminal activity. I don't want to get caught up. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, what happened? I didn't want to talk to you and Rod T off the L, so don't nobody know what I'm talking about. Look, Shadi, we did something last night. We drove me, 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 Pancake, and a couple of other, couple of other my boys, just Falcon fans. Shadi, we, we did something last night, Shadi. Did we you just escape the death penalty? Yeah, yeah <laughs> I did. I did, because I'm blessed. But look, this, yeah. might be, this might be the biggest thing we ever pulled off, Shadi. We just got back from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Tuscaloosa, yeah. Yeah. Guess what we did, son? Let me go in this other room. Let me hear, I'm going to let you hear something. You hear that? Yeah. You hear that? You know what that is, son? Yeah. That Nick Saban, son, we kidnapped his ass. <laughs> Wait a minute. He in a box. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yo, he in, hold Wait on. a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Black Tony. Wait. Wait a minute, Black Tony. That one on tired, son. How come you ain't saying nothing? Black Tony. Black Tony. Boss, I know damn. Black Tony. Huh? Y'all kidnaps Nick Saban. Black Tony, please, please. Black Tony, Black Tony, Black Tony. You done called in sick for I don't know how many years. This got to be the worst. Black Tony. Fred. <laughs> uh, Coach Red. Eh? <laughs> He's strong too, Saudi for an old man. He sounds like he was strong and hell hard to get him in the nail. Can, can, can I ask you a question, Super Day? Uh -huh. Jump on this, please, Super Day. Yes. We're going to force him. We're going to take him to Arthur Blank, Saudi, and make him close to Falcon. <laughs> wait a minute, hold on. I bet you want to give up 25 points in the damn Super Bowl. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Huh? Wait, wait, wait. Y'all can't y'all went to Tuscaloosa and kidnapped Nick Saban. Yup. So y'all can take him so you gonna make him coach the Falcons. Yup. <laughs> I'm taking him back to an ATL. In a box. He's been fighting the whole time, so he's been fighting the whole It's a scroll old white man. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute, you can't do that. You, you can't do that. Off of the morning. <laughs> he, been, he been fighting since 11 o'clock last night, so he been <laughs> You can't whip his, hey, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute, whip his Terry. <laughs> huh? His huh? Nick Saban wife, Miss Terry, where's she at? What was, what was we she at? We weren't finna make with no white woman, you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> Man, that song will never be the same. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the T. Mm -mm. It's Gary, baby. Gary has a T and the color of the day. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning to you. It's Wednesday, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. People are whispering, wondering, y'all, if LeBron James may charged with an assault charge, y'all, because it's being reported that a fan ran up to LeBron James and put his hands on him during the Lakers game, and he was kicked out of the CryptoCom arena recently. Now, they're saying the incident happened during a timeout as LeBron sat on the bench during the Lakers um, versus Thunder game. Now, a cell phone video shows y'all an overzealous fan just 
Simmons ran up to LeBron and placed his hand on LeBron's shoulder while gesturing with his right hand. Now, they're saying LeBron hesitated before shoving the fan away, honey. They said the arena staff members swanned the man, honey, and he was escorted out of the arena. Now, they're saying that the NBA all-time league scorer was, you know, visibly upset that the man, you know, was able to approach him with security standing just feet away. And that looked, and it's funny, but the thing is, this man was of Caucasian um, descent. And doesn't he have the right to be down there? I mean, to touch no. LeBron? I mean, if he paid for a ticket? No, man. This is during the game. I mean, even though it was, the, it was a timeout, you can't just come down on the floor and, and run up to a player. That's what, Where, that's what security is there for to prevent that from happening. Well, but then the security didn't prevent it, right? Because he did it. And LeBron barely pushed, barely touched the man. Yeah, and but. if that man had, had a knife or a needle or anything, he could have he could have done something to LeBron. But right. it's called white privilege. If that white man was able to get down there, that had been a black man, they wouldn't even let him pass the gate. But if he was of European descent, was able to touch him, evidently he had the right to be down there and to touch on LeBron because he paid for a ticket. So, you know, hey, if it was a fifth, so, honey, congratulations. Did they put him out? Yeah. Well, yeah, they eventually yeah. put him out, but hell, how did you get down there? That's the whole question to me, honey. I mean, how, how, if you got all the security and this billionaire basketball player sitting there and he gonna just come by and do it, something wrong with the security. I mean, they just let them do what they want to do if they're not of the African security descent. security was definitely lax in that situation. Sure they should was. not. They should be like fired, I said, too. If the man had a knife, he could have just jabbed yeah, him. Yeah, he could have. Well, but he was white, and they like, we're not going to stop him. He gets to do that because he paid for a ticket to see LeBron. So that's how it looked. But anyway, I'm glad, you know, all situations, you know, the man got kicked out allegedly, as they saying, and LeBron is okay. All right, moving on. And other celebrity news, y'all, honey. <laughs> Blueface, baby. He is making, honey, a home in jail. Everybody's excited about it. They're saying that the Tatiana rapper, y'all, is enjoying his time, y'all, away from the dysfunctional women in his life. They said, he said, quote, hey, I love it here. He said, it's active, it's cracking. And he said that on the phone call, y'all, from the um, L.A. County Jail and stuff. They said the rapper appeared um, in a, um, at a um, violation hearing um, recently. And they said he was found in violation of probation and remain, remained, honey, into custody y'all until June or July of 2024 they said so congratulations to him though but isn't it nice when a person can speak out from jail and say they like it I, I mean we had a few people that been there did y'all like jail when y'all was there was it oh my anything? god did you like it when you were there well, well I <laughs> yeah, well, you know you went too. Well, yeah. I, but I went just for a day I a went couple through. times though I went through yeah, it was just, I mean. You went through a, a long enough for them to de Anybody who said they like being in jail, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, I mean, but he said it's nice. He said it's cracking and, you know, I mean, he's, you know, getting well, That's, that's kind of what you say when you're there. Is that what it is? Yeah, you oh. don't want to make it like it's mm-hmm. so bad. But they didn't get you for stealing out of the Galleria in Houston, did they? Uh, who? Yep. No, they did not. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, speaking of jail, honey, Peter Thomas, y'all, they say he plans to fight his recent DUI charge. They said the Real Housewives of Atlanta alum, honey, shared with Radar Online that the field sobriety test that he was given was allegedly flawed. He said, so it's going to um, so it's going to go to court, and without a doubt, he said, I will be 1,000% vindicated. He said, I'll get a ticket for running a red light, and I am okay with that. And they said, you can recall, you know, last week, Peter, you know, was pulled over by the Atlanta PD for allegedly driving erratically and running through a red light. Now, they're saying that um, Peter had um, watery, glassy, and bloodshot eyes, and they could smell a strong odor of an alcoholic beverage. They also noted that he was driving with expired tags, driving without a license, and had no proof of insurance. They said, however, Peter was, um, you know, he had an explanation for what went down. He said, I definitely was swerving because I was looking at my phone to find out where um, I was at in Smyrna. He said, now, I don't go to that side of the world, and he pulled me over. He had all the rights to pull me over, he said. So, you know, you know, he said he also said that his insurance was valid and that the um, arresting officer wrongfully dismissed his valid Florida driver's license because it didn't list his Georgia resident, y'all. So let's keep telling Tell man, um, y'all want to stay out of trouble. Y'all better listen to uh, Ice T and Vivica Fox on that. That's right, that's right, baby. Y'all better listen, honey. They say Peter's going to be back in court in March. Yeah, that's a beautiful commercial, though, Ricky. I love it, honey. It's like they're doing something like they're doing an examination or something yeah. like they're to do surgery. Or it's something. a lot. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. They're trying to be unique. But yeah. I tell you, that commercial ticker the hell out of me. I'll be waiting on it to come on. Ah. But yes, Lord, so let's continue to pray for Vivica and Ice-T.
and they get their coins together, honey, on that commercial. What is that for? Radiator? Girl. Car Shield. Car Shield, yeah. <laughs> All right, baby, Miss Car Shield. That's what it's for. Miss <laughs> Car Shield. Yes. The Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahlua. My Kahlua today, y'all, is Bert. On the high end, you say Bert, and on the lunch, you say beautiful green. That's your Kahlua for today. All right, y'all give it up for Gary with the tea. Yeah. Yeah. Health, happiness, and hope. It's Wellness Wednesday on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Hey, listen, for 2024, we are trying to get your health on track. And joining us this morning is the one and only Dr. M.J. Collier. Dr. Collier, good morning. Good morning, Ricky Smiley. And good morning, Rock T. Special K. Girl with the T, Maria Moore, and Dub Rat. So, Ricky, thank you again for the opportunity to bring healthcare information to the listeners of the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. So, Ricky, today we got a hot topic. Hot topic. And what we're going to talk about is the use of cannabis. So, although the use of cannabis remains federally illegal, a majority of states, 41 as exactly, as well as the District of Columbia, and Puerto Rico have medical marijuana programs and 23 decriminalized cannabis or have full adult use programs. Yes. Therefore, the recreational use of marijuana has become very popular. So a lot of people are revisiting their college days and they are, they're even trying it for the first time. So grandmama with arthritis and a lot of other pains, anxiety, problems, sleeping, she's trying it. So yes. there are forms that can't be smoked. Yes, grandma. Most, most people don't want the stigma associated with smelling like marijuana or they just don't want to smoke for health reasons. So the use of other forms such as edibles or gummies has become very popular. So the use so the use of uh, all the use of edibles really safe. Dragon height. That's what we're answering. The answer Woo! is that smoking anything can be bad for your lungs. Therefore, all versions of cannabis may be safer. A cannabis-infused gummy is safer, but you must be getting the right dose. The effect of edible cannabis may take from one to two hours to come through based on the status of various types of food in your stomach, your hydration status, and the concentration of the gummy. So as a result, it's very easy to say, oh, I don't, I didn't take enough, I don't feel anything, so you take some more. Ooh, and that can be a problem. <laughs> the resulting consequences may include anxiety, palpitations, and fatigue. So while smoking marijuana, the effect is virtually instantaneous. And one can, after one or two puffs, in one or two minutes, decide if you've had enough or whether you need to take another puff. Whereas with the edibles, you got to titrate to get the right dose. Also, keep in mind that the effect of smoking a joint may last for only two to four hours, while the effect of an edible or a gummy can last six to eight hours. My lord! So speak to a medical professional like Dr. Collier that can counsel you on your ideal dosing. This may vary depending upon how much effect that you desire. You may just want to mellow out on a work night, but on a Friday or Saturday, you might want to get the maximum effect. So, you know, it just kind of depends. The rule of thumb is listen to your body, see how it affects you. So if you're inexperienced, Grandmama, haven't tried it since school days, the key is to start low and go slow. Amen. Start low and go slow. Oh, stick with CBD, which is legal everywhere, and you get no high, but you get all the benefits from the TAC or from uh, the CBD oil that you get, but no TAC, so no high, but all the benefits. All right, Ricky, let's go to the listening <laughs> audience, and I'll answer your healthcare questions. <laughs> yes, sir. You're on with Dr. Collier. Good morning. Hi, my name is Arlie, and I'm calling from St. Louis. My question is, lately I've been getting cramps um, in my left leg when I'm sleeping, and I just want to know what could cause that and what I could do to stop it. Okay, so this specifically in the left leg, it may be your the ergonomics of your sleep posture. So you need to make sure you're not sleeping on the left side and cutting off the circulation to that leg. You know, when you're 18, your body can tolerate your body weight on the side. But as you age, uh, it's just difficult. So the ideal sleep posture is flat on your back. If it is a chemical imbalance, then one of the things that you would benefit from is uh, tonic water. So you can drink tonic water uh, with or without vodka or gin uh, at night. Add lemon or lime if you like for taste. And uh, four to six ounces of tonic water helps a lot with uh, nocturnal cramping. All right, John, with Dr. Collier, good morning. Hey, yeah, my name is RJ. I want to know, I have a, a umbilical hernia. And I want to know, can that hernia press down on your bladder to make it seem like you have to urinate more? 
Okay, you have a ventral hernia, which is a hernia in the abdomen, not the usual places like your belly button or in the groin, which is an inguinal hernia. So one, that is a breakdown in the abdominal wall, so you have basically a bulging of your intestines out of that hole. As long as it slides back and forth, uh, then you are not at risk for a problem, but if that loop of intestine ever comes out and gets trapped or twist on itself, then you have a bowel obstruction and that is a medical emergency. So since you are aware of it, go ahead and and, and uh, get evaluated and get scheduled for an easy fix. They can repair that now using a laparoscope. They may or may not apply mesh to it to prevent it from recurring, but that way you don't have that as an issue. But, you know, uh, a hernia, particularly a ventral hernia, is a ticking time bomb, and you need to go ahead and get that fixed. It's not going to be disabling. You won't have a lot of downtime, but you need to schedule it now before it becomes incarcerated, and then you have a medical emergency on your hand. All right, gentlemen, Dr. Collier, good morning. Hi, my name is Sherry. I'm calling from Columbus, Ohio. My question is, I just started dating a gentleman who has been on antibiotics for six weeks for a urinary tract infection. We haven't had sex. We vowed not to. But should I be concerned? Uh, yes and no. Uh, if it's been on for six weeks, it's probably bladder or prostate, and that is a, a, a valid thing. However, any bacterial infection can be transmitted in a sexual manner, so I would uh, wait until that infection has been cleared and before you have intercourse and then have safe sex anyway until everybody has been checked. I tell all my, my new couples, come in and get a comprehensive STD evaluation for both of partners and then make sure that you are in a monogamous relationship before you you have unprotected intercourse. Yeah, y'all could clothes burn, but y'all can't. Uh, uh, was, you got to have on some blue jeans. Yeah. Clothes burn. That's that burn. You eighteen, but when you get a little older, that burn is uncomfortable. <laughs> Tore up some zippers back in the day. Oh, brown. Yeah, Dr. Collier, let everybody know how you can be reached. Okay, Ricky, go to my website, lipodrops.com, and you can find out about lipo products that will help you lose weight and boost your immune system. I can be reached on all social media at Ask, A-S-K-D-R-M-J. We are now simulcasting on Ask Dr. MJ on Facebook, Instagram, and our own YouTube channel. So go to the YouTube channel, Ask Dr. MJ, where hundreds of videos are available that will tell you about various healthcare topics. These are the opinions of Dr. MJ Collier, not those of Ricky Smiley, the Ricky Smiley Morning Show cast or his production crew or grandmama who's trying THC for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Smiley, stick stay, don't you dare go away. You listening to Dr. MJ on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Hey, it's about that time for Ricky's Quickies. 10 before the top of the hour. Let's go, Quickies. If that Tony actually came to work, like, what is his position? What would he actually do? Quickies. Nuts, 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 nuts. Quickies! <laughs> Look in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's just Booty and James over the moon. Quickies! The first time ever I saw your face, girl. Quickies! 866 uh, uh, Quickies! Everybody was Kung Fu fighting. <laughs> The castle fast as lightning. Hey, I went to a, a I went to a horse and I said, Quickies. I always talk about phone lines wide open and all I get is a beep, 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 beep. Quickies. What do you call a male buck with no antlers? A transgender. Quickies. Tell me what they're trying to do. A hen and a half, an egg and a half, and a day and a half. How many eggs did the hen lay in 19 days? Quickies. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck these nuts? Quickies. Ricky, Ricky. I love Ricky. I love Ricky. Quickies. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. That the Lord has made. I will rejoice. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Quickies. Rick sound like Miss Cleo when he say, call me now. Quickies. Hubba da, hubba da, hubba da. Uh, 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 uh. Quickies.
It's so cold out here this morning. Puff off frost and the snowman buying blankets and hot chocolate. Quickies. Life is like a box of chocolate. I don't know what I'm going to get today. Quickies. Brad and Judy, you all have such a gorgeous baby. Congratulations. Quickies. This is Amalia coming from Atlanta, Georgia. Quickies. Y'all better leave Bibica and I see alone. Stop it now. Quickies. Bernie's Jenkins smell like mothballs. balls. Quickies. Without ugly in the world, there'll be no beauty. Ricky Smiley, thanks for your sacrifice. Quickies. That's the day you need your ass with wearing them damn boots with them skinny jeans. Man, I can't stand y'all. Uh, hey, all y'all don't call up here no more. All right, y'all. <laughs> more Ricky Smiley, more the show coming up. All right, Ricky Smiley, the morning show. We got the one and only Jeff Johnson on this morning to continue the conversation from yesterday. Uh, with you and Special K, y'all had a real good debate yesterday. You were talking about the Biden administration. Jeff, uh, special edition, three things you need to know. What up, Mike? What's going on? What up, what up, what up, man? Good to be with y'all this morning. How you feeling? Man, oh. great, man. Happy to have you. Love when you come on and talk politics, man. I love to get into it. Man, listen, I, I, I love the conversations with, with Kay. So here, here's the thing. And, and I think that I, I'm, I'm going to say this because I almost feel like I did the audience a disservice yesterday because the fact is that the excitement level is not there. And I actually don't want to spend a bunch of time talking about being excited about either candidate because I actually think that's the problem. Right. Right. If 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 we think about if we think about voting, um, America's horrible when it comes to voter turnout. Like if, if we if we literally look at we, we talk about we talk about our democracy as if we, we created democracy, which we didn't. And we talk about it like we've got a mature democracy, which we don't. And the way you can tell you don't have a mature democracy is one, how easy it is to participate in the process Two. The number of people that participate in the process and three, how representative the process is. We, we're the only major country in the world, first world country in the world. That was dangerous to me there. The only first classified as first world country in the world that only has a, two parties. Um, and we've got almost what quadruple the people. Right. H- how do we think that two parties can represent 300 million people? It can't. And that's part of the problem. Part of the problem is people don't feel like people that represent them are in the elections. And, and that's from that's from city council all the way up to president of the United States. Y'all, do, do you do you know what, where we rank by way of voter turnout? What? Uh, nine what or saying? something? I would, we're in the bottom. What? Ten percent problem. Thirty second. What? Uruguay, Turkey, Peru, Indonesia, Argentina, Sweden, Philippines, Belgium, New Zealand, South Korea, Denmark, Austria, Iceland, the Netherlands, Taiwan, Brazil, Israel, Hungary, Germany, Finland, Norway, India, Slovenia, Mexico, France, Poland, Slovakia, Portugal, Austria, and Greece, as of the last federal election, all have higher turnout than we do. That's crazy. But we probably rank number one in complaining about the results of elections. <laughs> right. So so I think I think the, the conversation that, that we were having obviously makes sense because there is a question about the excitement level between Trump and the excitement level of Biden. But the Can I address that is, real quick, Jeff? Yeah, Good I was, was going to say this real quick. Hey, I don't go to the polls because I'm excited about anybody. Right. I go to the polls because I'm excited about my family and what they need and my community and what they need and the future and what they need. And if I'm not excited about that, then none of these fools are going to make me excited. Right. And I, I just think the word excitement, when you talk about like the, the, the excitement around Trump, around the Trump campaign, I think that word is sometimes misused or misconstrued. I don't think the excitement is, as much as it is noise. And it's just like. You know, there there's excitement on the highway when there's a car accident. People want to slow down and watch the car wreck. They want to see the fire trucks. They want to see the fire. They want to see the overturned vehicles. That is can be considered excitement, but it's really not excitement. It's just interest. And I think people are interested no, but, but, in a car wreck no, 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 and interested no, 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 in a train wreck, but nobody wants to be in it. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to be in the no, wreck. I, you just want to see. But it. I don't agree. The excitement. And I think that's what's going on with Trump. There's out. not. There's, okay, he turns but, people out. Yeah, it that's turns exciting. the same people out. It turns the same. That's, that's the whole matter, point I'm though. trying to make yesterday. It, it turns, turns the same people, people out. out. When, when, it's not turning when, out new when, people. When the Democrats are having a problem turning people out. 
But the Democrats yeah, aren't having a problem about. turning people out because we have Joe Biden in office right now. So but apparently we don't have a problem. But then they don't. They, Democrats don't go out and vote during midterm elections. Okay, case. but we did go out and go and vote in the 2022 election because the Republicans were posted were supposed to have a landslide, and they ended up with a four seat majority. So somebody turned out. Somebody voted. Somebody no, voted and, for the Democrats. And and I think you're right, because there are certain places that have great mobilization and sometimes it's not the party. You've got you you've got grassroots activists, you've got organizations that have constant connectivity with their people where they are focused on an issue, whether it's around abortion, whether it's around health care. Like these are the things that by and large are driving a level of excitement on the left versus candidates. Okay, but excited or not, eighty one million people voted for Joe Biden. A whole bunch of people voted to to not let yes, the Republicans take over year. take a, a I'm not, majority. I'm not arguing with you about 2020. I mean, I'm, I'm not arguing about this year. So those 81 million people that voted in 2020 are all of a sudden t- uh, what? Half of them are going to stay home in 2024. Well, let, let me, I don't let me think ask that. y'all this: Do y'all no, no, think no, that people? That's a, that's, okay, that's a great point because think about this: there are people that were surrogates in 2020 that won't be this year, but there are more people that be. will be. There are more people that Where will be at? because there there's more people that Where will be at? more mobilized against a Trump candidate uh, against a Trump. Yeah, that was, that's uh, what, that was that was my thought. Right there. You know, like like people might not be excited about uh, Joe Biden because he's old, and I can understand that or whatever. Because sometimes people be voting off of looks and emotion. Remember when Bush and, uh, versus Gore? Who are you more likely to have a beer with? And that swayed a lot of yeah. people over to Bush because Gore was seen as nerdy. Right. However. Uh, I think uh, this upcoming election, even the last election, I think it was a lot of people that went out and voted more so against Trump, even not even uh, understanding all of the issues that Joe Biden was running on. Because hate is as much of a powerful motivator as love. (laughs) People operate out of hate as much as they do out of love. Sometimes even sometimes more so. Um, But 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 I think that was the argument we thought we we had when Hillary ran the first time. That there were more people that were going to come out against Trump than for her, and it didn't happen. And 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 the the level of energy of of a Biden campaign now than four years ago is different. And so I my issue is how do we begin to talk to voters about the things that are important for them versus people? So I would just say this, you all, <clears throat> if if regardless of the definition we use for excitement. The thing that I want you all to do is know that no matter who, whether you like somebody that's in the race or not, the economy is on the ballot. And so what do you want and who represents that? What do you care about by way of equality and equity? How do you feel about abortion and a woman's right, a woman's right to control their body? How do you feel about foreign policy, not just in Gaza and the West Bank, but how we deal with other parts of the world? How do you feel about democracy and the access to the polls? Um, How do you feel about climate? I mean, how do you feel about homelessness and poverty Um, when we realize that if every every unemployed person got a job, there'd still be three million jobs not filled. And all of these are things that are going to be represented by one of these people um, that that are running for president and run for every other office. Um, My hope is that we would stop focusing on a party and personality and that we would start creating the list of things that have to happen in order for us to give our vote. And that way, it's not about whether we're excited or not. We're voting our interest. We're voting our families. We're voting our pockets. We're voting our future. And if we can't be excited about that, then we are the ones that are immature about this democracy and not the system itself. Those three things I got for y'all, hit me at Jeff Nation on IG. K, man, I love you, brother. I appreciate you so much. Love you man. too, Jeff. Um, thank you, bro, for, for just who you are and how we how we do. And thank hey man, you for teaching to... me to be better. <laughs> Absolutely, oh, uh, Jeff. Let everybody know how you could be reached. You can be. You can reach me at the show that has a host that's slow, but got fast people around him. <laughs> Entertainment, sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. <laughs> we be trying to squeeze it all in here on the show. What you got this morning, Maria? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. ABC News is canceling the planned Republican primary debate in New Hampshire, citing lack of participation. The decision follows a deadline for responses from Donald Trump and Nikki Haley, neither of whom confirmed attendance. The second contest of the Republican nominating process is on January 23rd in New Hampshire. 
In other news, and we need to pay attention to this one, y'all. Chinese scientists have created a mutant cord, uh, coronavirus strain that attacks the brain and has a 100% kill rate in mice. Now, the scientists who are linked to the military conducted uh, experiments using mice that had been humanized, expressing a protein found in humans. Every infected mouse died within eight days, y'all. The scientists warned of a spillover into humans raising concerns about the research's potential to trigger another pandemic. Lastly, it turns out that humans are still the best option for some jobs. Self-checkout was supposed to be the future, but it's been plagued by angry customers and lost merchandise. ABC News reports that several major retailers are reevaluating self-checkout and opting for human cashiers after analysis have seen inventory loss. I'm Maria Moore, and those are a few stories we're following this morning at rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? All right, so some of us are still a little bothered about the Dallas Cowboys losing to the Green Bay Packers in the wild card round last week. But nobody is more frustrated than former Cowboy great Michael Irvin. This is why I love this brother right here, man, because he tell it like it is, whether you like him or not. Here's his frustrations. They built the Dallas Cowboys. They made this America's team. They put a championship on the table before I got here. My job while I was here is to match Come on, what Mike. they have done to this. They built it. They handed it to me. Put my damn championship on the table. Tell them, Mike. That's all we have. Put your damn championship on the table and you couldn't do it. All ass has got to go. All of them got to go. Hey, hey, was that Michael Irvin or was that Randy Savage for wrestling? Come on, all of them got to go, dog. No, tell you mean Gene. Come on, Mike, tell him. That wasn't Randy Savage. Oh, that was Mike, dog. I got the whole video. Oh, Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. Oh. So hot, Brad, if you don't deliver this hot spot right, <laughs> oh, you, you gotta go to. You gotta go. You gotta go. <laughs> oh, man. oh, good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot <laughs> where we bring you music, movies, and more, so let's get off into it. Rock T, you stupid. All oh, of them gotta go, Brad. <laughs> man, they got me crying on it. <laughs> oh, you. Oh, man. Janet Jackson has announced the Together Again tour featuring special guest Nelly. The 2024 dates will kick off June 4th in Palm Desert, California, and end June 30th in Phoenix. Tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. local time, so get your tickets to see Janet Jackson and Nelly. It's going to be a great show. Moving on, y'all. Yo Gotti's brother, uh, Anthony Big Juke Mims, was shot and killed this weekend. Uh, he was gunned down Saturday in Memphis after he'd attended a funeral service in the area. The death of Big Juke uh, has inspired rappers and others in the music industry to speak out. Rick Ross was among the honored guests at the 5,000 Role Models Dr. MLK Jr. Scholarship Breakfast Monday. Uh, Ross pumped up motivational speeches to all of his followers and uh, in Memphis to lose the ski mask in order to make the city better going forward. Uh, similarly, WAC 100 was not pleased with the violence going on in, in Memphis as well. Uh, he sends an apology letter to Dr. Martin Luther King for what he sees him as dying in vain, nearly 56 years after the civil rights leader's assassination. In his letter, he states, my apologies, Dr. King. You fought for desegregation and we turned around and segregated ourselves. Your fight for the people was turned into the fighting of our own people. I myself at one time played a part in this. My apologies on your born day. You died for what we take for granted. R.I.P. Dolph, R.I.P. Big Juke, R.I.P. King Vaughn, R.I.P. Draco, R.I.P. Marlo, R.I.P. Nipsey Hussle. Wow. Very well said. My yeah. God. My goodness, that was very deep. And there's so many layers to this story. It, uh, I'm having is. a hard time following. I, Me like, too. I really don't understand it. Me neither. I don't and, know. Because it don't make know, sense. I don't know who, like, like I'm, I'm, I've been watching all the videos just trying to get, get a handle I, on what's going even, on. And you cannot even follow it. It's so many layers. Even, yeah, I can't even follow to watch it. I had enough. I just had enough with the whole... The whole takeoff thing that just that just blew me completely. I'm just tired of death. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired of people just 
dying by gun like industry death though like yeah where, where like everybody's supposed to have fun and make money and make music and and stuff and it it's just haters turned into though something. people yeah people it's hate. like we need a um a 2024 self-destruction <laughs> like we need everybody to come really together right for real. talk about it you know like and be yeah. real about what's going on yeah child but people don't want to come together they they it's it's very different than when it was self-destruction days. Yeah. <laughs> but oh. we did that. Funky fresh dress to impress, ready to party. Money in your pocket, dying to move your body. To get hey. inside, you pay the whole $10. Scotch tape with a razor blade. Tape to your collar. Leave the guns in the crack and the knives alone. Hey, hey MC Lights on the microphone. On the microphone. Yes. Self-destruction. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Coming up next, y'all, we got the white right. stone with, yes. You know, you know, I think my, my, everything that, that we're talking about Michael Irvin had had yeah. this to say. Oh God! They built the Dallas Cowboys. They made this America's team. They put a championship on the table. Oh my! Before I got here, my job while I was here is to match what they have done for this. They built it. They handed it to me. Put my damn championship on the table. That's all we have. Put your damn championship. On the table, and you couldn't do it. <laughs> Hold it. <laughs>